BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is sponsored by June Shine. Oh, I love June Shine. So many of my friends love June Shine. It is one of my favorite go-to adult beverage options. And June Shine now makes canned cocktails. They have canned margaritas, vodka sodas, and rum cocktails made with premium ingredients that taste amazing. I mean, a canned margarita, the first time that I had this, I'm not going to lie. I was like, okay, I hope this is good. But I was blown away at how refreshing, light, and delicious this tasted. Max and I love margaritas. Actually, the cocktail at our wedding was called the Marry Me Margarita. June Chine is perfect to just drink at home or bring to a party or barbecue, a cooler at the beach. We have a few more summer weekends left. Definitely don't sleep on bringing June Chine on the go, whether you're out and about with a group of friends or you are just kicking back at home. Also, I should mention that the margarita pack has four different flavors, spicy, mango, tropical, and lime, all made with high quality tequila. My current favorite is the lime just because I like to keep it classic, but Max is really vibing with the spicy because he always loves a spicy margarita. June Shine can be found in over 10,000 stores across the country. It's available at all retailers you're already visiting for groceries and alcohol like Whole Foods, Target, Ralph's, Vons, Albertsons, Kroger, Wegmans, Total Wine, BevMo, Safeway, and more. We have worked out a special offer for RealPod listeners, though. At any store, you can buy one June Shine package and get the second for only a penny. A penny. That's $12 to $20 in value. I recommend trying one of their best-selling variety packs. It's just a great way to try all their flavors. Go to juneshine.com slash RealPod. Text them a photo of your receipt, and they'll Venmo you immediately. That's juneshine, J-U-N-E-S-H-I-N-E dot com slash RealPod. Text them a photo of your receipt and they'll Venmo you immediately. It's that easy. Welcome to Real Pod. It's your host, Victoria Garrick Brown, and this is the podcast where we hold nothing back. Oh, so we're getting deep, huh? I really cried for 12 days straight. Why do I want to be perfect? There's nothing in my life that is perfect. Every week, I'll bring you honest, unfiltered, and eye-opening conversations to help uncover the real in all of us. I crave the type of content that you're talking about. I actually felt insecure. Oh my God, am I going to cry? Let me just unload everything. (laughs) (laughs) New episodes every Wednesday. Leave those filters at the door because it's time to get real. Hi, happy. That was really high pitched. Sounded like I was talking to a child. Hi. 
Hi, oh my gosh, are you so excited for real pot? <laughs> Could you imagine? No, but I am going on a trip this weekend with my nephew and then a newborn baby brown member. I'm so excited to meet him. Max's brother just had a second kid and he's only a few months old. So I guess I do have to get my baby voice ready. Anyways, I'm very sorry that I came in with such a high pitched hi. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Real Pod. Hope you're having a great, great day so far and that you had a lovely weekend. I wanted to tell you about my weekend because it was a special weekend. It was our one year anniversary. Max and I got married August 13th, 2022, which was a year ago to the day this past Sunday and the most swifty wedding date of all time. I will stand by that. And it was just so lovely. And I wanted to tell you, my besties, you know, what we did and how it was and how it went. So, as far as if we did anything for our anniversary, we loosely had a plan. Well, I had said, why don't we go to our venue and spend the weekend there and do like two nights staycation? Max immediately shut it down. <laughs> he was like, no, babe. He was like, I don't want to want to go spend two, which you know what? I get it. I get it because we've been, sp- we have spent so much time together. It's not like we're dying to get away and have a vacation. We've had such a fun summer already. And he was like, we don't need to go spend two nights there. And at first I was like, what? But it would be fun. And then I was like, eh, you're kind of right. Like we barely have any free weekends left in the summer because starting in the fall, Max will have broadcasting for football and he'll be like gone every weekend. So our weekends are pretty limited and we spend so much time together already. It kind of feels this summer. So to not like lose another Friday and Saturday ended up being clutch. And he was right. And we got to go on a double date with Jonathan and Cubby on Saturday night, which was so fun because we're not going to see them for a few months. And then on Friday, I spent the night with my parents and Max was with some friends. So it worked out. And then on Sunday, we were together for our anniversary. We had the plan though of going to the venue just for dinner. So I was like, okay, compromise. I do want to go to the venue and he wanted to go too. So we made a dinner reservation there. And that was kind of our big shebang activity for our anniversary. So we woke up in the morning and it was a pretty chill morning. I wanted to go down memory lane and look through some of the photos and videos on my phone. Max wanted to go grab a coffee. I was still kind of tired. He woke up before me. So he went and grabbed coffee for us while I was just kind of looking through my phone and posting some of those flashbacks. It was so wild to process that like a year ago today we were at our wedding and I'm looking at the clock like you know, it's 1030. We would have been finishing makeup or like in the bridal suite. And then at like two, I'm thinking, oh my God, we were two hours away from the ceremony. You know, it's wild to be like, wow, I can't believe that was a year ago. Also, I don't know about any of you who are in relationships out there, but we stopped keeping track of our dating anniversary for the seven years of our just dating. We would always celebrate this weekend in July. I'm almost blanking on it now. And it was the night that I went over to watch the OJ Simpson doc with him. And we had a kiss. And like from that moment on, I felt like we were just, you know, glued at the hip obsessed. And actually during our engagement year, I was like, we don't have to celebrate this (laughs) because we had like, I had bridal showers and we had engagement party and then we had a wedding coming up and rehearsal dinner. There were so many celebrations. We had our birthdays. I'm like, we don't need to buy each other gifts and celebrate our dating anniversary. I don't know. That's just us. So we kind of like respectfully moved past that date uh, in 2022. So now our only anniversary we celebrate is August 13th. And we've been together for eight years now, which is wild. I can't believe I've been in a relationship for eight years. 
crazy. I never thought I'd be that girl. I mean, just growing up, I had friends who were always in long-term relationships. And I felt like I always had like things with people or I had like really brief relationships or like one year, two years, but like never like three, four, five, let alone freaking eight years. But you know what's crazy? Being like eight years in and still literally being so obsessed with Max and loving him so much and being like, I can't believe it's been eight years. And like, I feel like I have a hundred percent energy, like ready to go for like today, tomorrow, the next day, the next year, the next year is like, I wonder, we always talk about this. We're like, when do you think we're going to reach a point of being like, not saying like, I love you more every single day? <laughs> like, does that hump like happen? Because right now I just, every year we just keep growing and loving each other more. And it's kind of crazy. You never think it can get better, but it just keeps getting better. All right. Sorry. That was a little sappy. Anyways, more on the anniversary. So after he got back from coffee and I was done kind of recapping some of the photos and videos, which we did look at some together. Um, I was like, I want to work out. I wanted to do a high intensity workout and Max wanted to just stretch because he had already worked out the day before, but we compromised by going to a yoga class together. So, you know, we were already exercising the realities of marriage, which is compromise. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding, but kind of right. So we went to a core power sculpt, which was lovely. I wanted to do a workout together because I wanted to be together. You know, I was feeling very codependent. And then after that, we knew we were going to have this really delicious dinner at 5 p.m. So we were like, let's go get sweet green because I love sweet green and I was kind of feeling it. I love all the vegetables. I love how nutritious the salads are. Sweet green, by the way, would love if you could like sponsor me, throw me a bone, throw me a gift card. Like I literally talk about you guys all the time and I love you so much. And I would just love for that love to be reciprocated. I would love for that love to be like Max's and I's love and just grow more and more each day. So sweet green, if you're listening, I love you. Anyways, got sweet green. It was bomb. And then we came home and got ready for leaving for dinner because dinner was at five and it's like an hour and a half away. If you want to see what we wore, that's posted on my TikTok. It was fun. We did a very cute, you know, summery, beachy, low key looks, but also giving a bit more fancy than usual because it was our anniversary. As far as gifts, this is going to be kind of shocking to people, but I was really feeling like I don't need a gift. Like, I feel super blessed to constantly receive gifts in this profession. So I truly was like, I don't need you to buy me anything. Like, what am I going to like, especially because nothing came to mind. Like when we were talking about gifts, like a few weeks prior, like I, I didn't want to make him buy me something. I was like, I promise you, I don't need anything. And I know that the first anniversary is paper. And growing up, I was always like, oh my God, I'm going to be someone who wants to go by the theme every single year. But I don't know. I just felt so lazy, like not even in terms of giving for Max because I did buy him a gift, but for receiving, like I didn't want anything and I didn't want him to have to stress. And I know he's been really busy. So I said, I would just love a bouquet of flowers. That's it. I said, I just love flowers on our anniversary. That would be sweet and thoughtful. And that's all I want. And I've been trying to be really communicative with what I want in our relationship because Max can't read my mind. And we tend to get in arguments, especially about gifts. If I just like don't say anything, so I am very communicative. And have I even told you guys that I usually have a notes page on my phone that says gift ideas for Vic and it's a shared notes app. And I put in there like all the little things that I want or that come up. And then when it's time for 
my birthday or Valentine's Day or Christmas, like he just goes in there and gets it for me. And it's really funny because it works so well. He loves it. He just like goes in there and finds the things that I want and then I get things that I want. (laughs) So that's usually what we do. But the gift list is currently empty right now because I'm just not in the mood to want gifts from him, which is so not like me, but I'm leaning into it. And I'm sure he's loving that. I did get him a bracelet though. I felt like even though I don't want gifts because I'm very fortunate to receive lots of gifting. Max doesn't. And I want to get my hubby a gift. So I bought him a very nice bracelet from David Yerman. And it is pretty gorgeous. I wanted him to have something from our one year that like he would have forever. And it is a little big on him. So we need to size it down. But he was super excited and super touched because I don't think he thought he was going to be getting like a nice gift from me. Not to gender stereotype. But that is like kind of how our relationship blows. But I wanted to spoil him. So I did that. Anyways, then we went to the venue. We listened to Taylor Swift the whole way there and the whole way back, specifically 1989. We've established that Max is a 1989 Eric King, which I love that for him. He has been obsessed since going to eras a little like too obsessed that I'm like, is he going to burn out from it? I hope not. But he had his phone in the ox people and he put it on the whole way there. We didn't even like shuffle pop music with like the weekend and our other artists. Nope. Just Taylor. So that was also a big plus for me. I loved that on the anniversary day. And then we got to the venue and it was so cool to pull up and remember our, our wedding day. And we went to the place we got married and we walked around and we took pictures and it was really sweet. And I loved it. And we both had a great time just like being there and reflecting on this amazing day. It's so wild because when you have your wedding, I don't want to say it feels like a blur. It feels like a dream. Like it's out of body. Like it feels like a dream. But I think the farther away you get from your wedding day, the more that you process it and realize that it actually happened and like you actually got married and you had your wedding day. And so then the more you appreciate it, not that I didn't appreciate it, but you 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 know what I mean? Like now that I'm like, whoa, this did happen. Yes. Like I remember this or we were here. We did that. You're like, wow. And then you start to feel like all the feels about that. So it was lovely. And we had a delicious dinner and it was a very special, sweet one year anniversary. So um, yeah, that was, that was that. And hopefully many, many more anniversaries to come forever and ever and ever with my sweet, sweet Max. Anyways, speaking of marriage and relationships and being newlyweds and all that fun stuff, our guest today can resonate with all of that. Joining me is Kelsey Kreppel. So many of you messaged me on Instagram saying you love Kelsey. You're so excited for this crossover. Kelsey is a popular YouTuber and content creator with over 1.7 million followers and subscribers combined. She's known for her witty YouTube videos, her fashion reviews, and even content with her husband, Cody Co., which I'm sure many of you know as well. On this episode, we're going to talk about healthy communication in a relationship, the differences between how you feel dating versus how you feel married, how she found out she was pregnant, and also how finding the one or the right person for yourself can help you further discover the best version of yourself and also how to figure out if you've found the one. So this is a very fun, lovey episode. And if you enjoy Kelsey on RealPod, be sure to check out her podcast, Circle Time. It's also a Dear Media podcast. It's called Circle Time. And I was a guest, so you can listen to me on Circle Time. This episode is sponsored by AG1. This is seriously one of the most cherished, consistent parts of my day. And I was just talking to a friend about how I 
feel it in my body when I don't consistently have my AG1. Like if I have a busy morning and I somehow forget, which rarely happens, but like I feel the difference because that's how good my body and my system feels when I am taking AG1. AG1 is a daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it every day, as I said, and it makes me feel like I'm giving my body the nutrition that it really craves and I'm covering all my nutritional bases. I'm not someone who likes to stress or plan out everything I'm eating throughout the day. So when I drink my AG1, I just know that I'm checking that mental box of the important like base for my body. I mean, AG1 replaces your multivitamin, probiotic, and more in just one simple drinking habit. I like things simple. I don't want to take tons and tons of pills or supplements or vitamins. So knowing I can just take AG1 and cover almost all of that is why I love it. And it's just one scoop with water. You shake that up in the morning and you are ready to go. So it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to drinkag1.com slash realpod. That's drinkag1.com slash realpod to get five free AG1 travel packs, which I love the travel packs, and a free one-year supply of vitamin D with your first purchase. Drinkag1.com slash realpod. That's drink, D-R-I-N-K-A-G-1.com slash realpod. Check it out. If you're going to be traveling and looking for a great place to stay, look no further than Weston. Weston hotels make it possible for you to keep up with your wellness routine while traveling. They have signature offers like a variety of fitness options. So if you're trying to keep working out on the road, you can get that in. I know for me, I've got a really good physical fitness routine in person at home right now. But when I go on the road, that's often where I'm not moving my body as much as I would like to or that my body would like to be moving. So just knowing that it Weston. They have so many different fitness options to help you no matter what your wellness routine is, is amazing. And they have state-of-the-art equipment in their Weston workout fitness studios. They also have three and five mile scenic running maps, making it easy for you to find the best route to explore on foot. I always need to go out for fresh air on a walk, no matter what hotel or where I'm staying just to get out of the room and like out of whatever I'm doing on the trip. So I would for sure be getting this run map if I was staying at Weston, but I would run it. I'd probably walk it. Let's be real. But still, the map would be clutch. Not to mention, customize your workout while on the go with the Hyperice and Bala products to borrow during your stay. I mean, Hyperice, wow. The former athlete in me is like big Hyperice fan. Find wellness on your next stay at Weston because at Weston Hotels, there's amenities and offerings in to help you move well and sleep well so you can keep your well-being close while away. Find wellness on your next stay at Weston. Without further ado, let's dive into this episode with Kelsey Kreppel. Kelsey. Hey. Welcome to Real Pod. Thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you here. And I, like the rest of literally everyone, had my jaw on the floor when I saw your Instagram post that you're with child. I am. <laughs> this is like the first time I've talked about it besides my own podcast. But yeah, is it I weird am. Talking about it like the world knows now. Yeah, it's definitely weird. I don't know. It was, yeah, it's just one of those things that's like, when's the right time to talk about it and share and yeah what to share but yeah I am having a baby we are having a baby oh uh, I'm so happy for you Thank how did you. you find out that you were pregnant 
a test. <laughs> it's a classic pregnancy yeah. test. I peed on a stick. Yeah. I really, I don't even know why. I just felt like I should take a pregnancy test. It's just like an instinct. Yes. And then I did and we were leaving for Australia the next day. And it was kind of just like a whirlwind. But for your honeymoon? No, Cody was doing an Ironman actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, we did our honeymoon right after the wedding. Yes. And then we're home for a couple months. And then Cody was going to do an Ironman in Australia. And I was like, I feel like I should just take a pregnancy test like before we leave for a different part of the world, just in case for some reason that I am pregnant. And I was. Wow. I am. And so he found out with you right there. You weren't like, am I going to throw him off with the Iron Man? Should I withhold it? Well, I didn't actually think about that. Maybe I should. <laughs> no, I don't. I just... But he wasn't home when I took the test. Like, I just took the test yeah. with my dog. Yeah. I, I keep wanting to say alone, but I'm like, my dog was fully present. <laughs> yeah, just so I, I just want to make sure he doesn't feel like I'm disregarding that. No, so, not at yeah. all. And also, I can't even imagine a world where, like, there. how would you not tell your partner like this news right like of course yeah I mean it was like I knew he would be home soon but I was like do I call him and tell him and then I'm like no this is exciting like I should ah. tell him in person so I texted him and I was like how much longer until you get home and he was like I don't know I'll be home it was like 2 30 probably and he was like I'll be home at like six I was like great 6 p.m that's only four hours from now like totally oh fine gosh. but he finally got home. You were probably bouncing off the walls, like screaming. I was just trying to like distract myself. I was like putting anything on TV that I felt like would maybe distract me. And then I would just like pause it and like look up how pregnant I'm like, just like, <laughs> just keep like Googling things. And then I was watching Vanderpump Rules and I was like, this will distract me. And yeah. it, it did not at all. I bet it couldn't. It couldn't. Oh my gosh. And so then when he came home, like, did you just blurt it out right away? He went to pick up food and so he like sat down, he started eating because he was like starving and I was like literally just standing there like staring at him while he was eating and then was like, I've been trying to figure out what to pack for Australia and he was like, okay. And I was like, do you think I should pack this? And I just handed him the test. Wait, that's such a line? Did you think about that all day? Like that was I, It kind of just came to me. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, what can I say? I love that. <laughs> and forgive me if I missed some sort of video. Did you record this at all? No. Okay. I'd love to hear about that because, you know, you're documenting your life and then figuring out what moments you're going to share and what moments you're not. Did you always know you wouldn't document this moment? No, I think now I, I wish I did. Like, sure. Like, I wish I filmed it to get his reaction. But I think like, I'm like the worst vlogger of all time. Like I forget to film everything always. And so it's just one of those things where it's like, it's only for us if I was going to film it. Maybe like, cause we filmed our parents' reactions. And so like I put that in like the little Instagram announcement. Maybe I would have put the video of Cody, but like, I'm happy that we have the memory, the two of us. And yeah. like, that's all that really matters, you know? Definitely. And it's always tough to, determine like when is a moment I want to remember it with my eyes versus yeah. like remember it through the phone and I feel like even when we have a camera sometimes it can feel like performative totally even when you're not trying to be yeah like luckily I mean his parents knew we were filming because we kind of did like pretending to take a selfie and said like everybody say Kelsey's pregnant type of thing so they like knew there was a camera on them but mine didn't and I'm happy about that because I feel like people like react differently when they know there's a camera yeah. on them and also, like, the only thing I was thinking about in the moment of telling Cody was just, like, telling my husband that we're having a baby and mm -hmm. not, like, 
the camera and like right. what if I'm don't get the right angle like, nothing really matters in that moment except us and the baby so yeah. like it didn't really even cross my mind I'm so excited for you guys Thanks. talk about like the coolest parents ever this, oh my God. this child's won the, the jackpot Thanks. Wow. <laughs> thank you I appreciate that yeah we're very excited and you also are a newlywed I feel like until anyone hits the one year anniversary it's newlywed right how yeah. has that been going it's good. I mean, being married, it's like it doesn't feel too different in like the best way possible. It's more just like exciting and it's like realer. Mm -hmm. But it's like not much changed. Like we were already living together and everything like that. So it was not a complete life change, but it just made everything feel so much more solid. And it's just like been the best. Yeah. When people ask, like, what's the biggest difference now that you're married? similar to you, like there's not a huge difference because you obviously hopefully have this healthy relationship and you still have the same relationship with different titles. But I at least think almost like now there's like this unspoken, to quote Taylor, like invisible string or invisible like tether that you have, like that I can't just like make a decision and like fly somewhere or like quit this or do that and, and not like consider. I think that's the biggest thing for me is like we stood in front of everyone we care about. We said we would be together forever and like, it's almost like you included everyone you love on this like promise in a way. And so yeah. in like the best way, I feel this sense of unity. It's not just my life. It's our life. Of course, I have independence totally. within it. Yeah, I completely agree. Like it makes everything feel like stronger. And like we always said we were like a team, but like this is solidifying that like we really are like one team. And like, yeah, of course you do like your independent things within that, obviously. But like it's like you become like this is your family, mm-hmm. you know, I get asked this a lot and I did a podcast on it. No worries if you don't want to share. But did you both merge finances or what were those conversations like? We talked a lot about that. We haven't really. We both like have our own finances, but like what we'll do with when we have a kid and where we'll put money. Like, I think we'll make something together then. But like mm-hmm. we both like share. I've never actually really talked about this, but like. I pay for things. He pays for things. Like it's very like fluid. fluid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And everyone has to do like what's best for them and how their relationship works. And I just think everyone's relationship with money is super unique. Yeah. We ultimately decided to merge, but it took me a while to like really want to feel 100% about that decision. Yeah. It's like also just like an ongoing discussion. Like it can change and whatever. We just for now, it's like it doesn't really feel like mine and his like it feels like ours it's right. just like technically separate yeah but like it never feels like he's paying for something or I'm paying for it. it's always like a we decision but it's just like either I pay or he pays and it's like right it's all the same I love that it's like almost like how I think about when I'm with best friends or family like you're not like keeping score you're just right. going with the flow yeah as you now are like gearing up for this big next chapter does it feel like your wedding was yesterday does it feel like it was forever ago now I always go back and forth. It feels like yesterday. So it really wasn't that long ago. Right. I think because it's so exciting that we're having a baby and it's like we are just so excited about that. But like I like to think about our wedding and stuff still because I'm like we should still think about that because it wasn't that long ago. So like it still does feel like pretty much just yesterday. And what from your wedding went like exactly to plan? And were there any problems on wedding day? And how did you navigate? You know, honestly, like... It was a pretty seamless day. I'm pretty happy with how the whole thing went. I was like a lot chiller 
of a bride than I thought I was going to be because I tend to like get stressed out or worry about certain things. But there was something about like my wedding day and I was just like, nothing really matters. I get to marry Cody and everyone that I would want to be here is here. And like, I think I just was so aware that this is just like one of those things that like I've thought about for so long. Like you think of like, what is my wedding going to be like? Who am I going to marry? All of those Mm -hmm. things. And ideally, you only have one of them. So I knew this was like my one and only wedding. I knew Cody's it. And so I just wanted to be as like present and happy and like in the moment as I could be. And so it was like, nothing really bothered me too much. It's like, it is what it is. Whatever goes wrong, which actually nothing really did, at least that I know about. We had a really, really great wedding planner that I think really went into that whole feeling. But it was the best. I wouldn't change any of it. Oh, I love that. I'm so happy to hear it. And I wholeheartedly agree. I remember even getting like a text in the morning from the wedding planner about something and just thinking like, I don't want to do this. Like, you've got it. Like, you've done a million weddings. Like, whatever. Like, however it is, it is. I want to be with my bridesmaids in the suite right now and be present, you know? So I completely agree. Like, I think too, when people are stressed about their wedding, which I was not like bridezilla-y. At least I don't think we should interview my friends. I don't think I was. (laughs) And similar to you, like I felt more chill than I would have expected myself to be. And I just come back to like, as long as you get to marry your person, everything else is a cherry on top. Yeah. Like the fact that like these two humans, like we met and like we're here on this day, you know, God willing, healthy and can have this day. Like, yeah, that's what matters. And I think of the closer you get to your wedding, the more you realize like that's what's more important, not totally. like the color of the tablecloth exactly. and how they coordinate with like the napkin and the silverware. Right. I think that's such a grounded approach. But it, it's true. I mean, no one's going to remember the tablecloths and like everything, but they'll remember like the feeling yeah, in the room. Totally. And like, I think like just be present for that. And like, it's fun to pick out the tablecloths and stuff. It's cool, but it's like none of that really matters because you have to like remember it. It's like it, this is like the first day of like forever. And like if you're marrying the right person, that should be like what you're most excited about. Oh, I like I'm such a hopeless romantic. Like I'm getting emotional <laughs> just thinking about love. Like, yeah, just no, love. I know. I oh. know. So when did you know that Cody was the one? And when your friends ask you like, oh, how do you know? I'm always like I give the worst answer. I'm like, what they say is true. When you know, you know. I you just say that know. a lot. Yeah. Because I think I just have always known that Cody's the one since like when I met him. Like I remember meeting him and it was just like I just felt like I always have a hard time describing the feeling, but it was like everything that I would have been like self-conscious about or maybe didn't say or like a joke I didn't say or me being goofy and me being like the real me, like any worry I had about that was just quiet. And like, I felt like safe to be exactly who I actually was Mm. from like the day that I met him. And I just remember like talking to him and being like, oh my God, I haven't like laughed with someone like this, like ever. And like, I haven't been able to like, just like joke around and say these jokes that maybe normally I would have been like, is that a stupid joke? Is this guy gonna think I'm funny? Like, none of that went through my head. I just like felt like the most me- that I've ever felt. And like, I just felt like I was like home when I met him. Mm -hmm. I I love that. That's (laughs) so sweet. Reminds me of my best friend, Aubrey. She's just started dating who she believes to be her person. And I definitely think that too. And yeah, one of the things she said on the phone with me was like, I just feel like with everyone, I'm like, I'm molding and I'm a chameleon and I'm shape-shifting and I'm meeting them where they're at. But with him, I just feel like I'm completely myself. Yeah, it's true. I feel like 
that's exactly how I felt with Cody. And then like through my relationship with him, I feel like I always like had a pretty strong sense of self. But like there are certain times like when you just, you know, exactly like you're around other people and you're like, oh, they're not going to laugh at this joke or like I don't need to sing along to this, whatever it is. Like there's just like moments of like you being quiet, like, you know, but then with him, I just felt so confident and I just started to like exude that in every aspect with friends and with work stuff and everything. Like I just started to be more myself in every single aspect and like gained so many amazing new friendships that like are the best friendships I've ever had and have started a new career that I never thought I would do that like I thrive in and like that I love doing and it's just like all of those other pieces started to fall into place when I like felt confident enough to be myself. I have been out and about doing a lot of travel this summer and whenever I am at the airport I'm most likely wearing my Miles 2 sneakers from Bionic. Why? Because not only are they cute and white and they go with everything but they have built in arch support. That's right, because Vionics shoes all use their exclusive Viomotion technology, which is what truly sets them apart. Vionic began by revolutionizing medical orthotics, and today they continue to use that science to engineer shoes that leave you feeling energized and confident all day. I have really flat feet, like notoriously flat feet. Max will hate on my flat feet, like publicly on social media, because That's how flat they are. So arch support is not just something I should do. It is something I need to do so that I can feel it throughout the rest of my body and so that my feet don't hurt. I love knowing that any shoe I get from Bionic, whether it's a heel, a booty, a sandal, a slipper, a sneaker, because they have so many cute different styles, they are all going to have the built-in Viomotion technology. Also, Bionic offers a 30-day risk-free trial, so wear them, love them, or return them for a full refund within 30 days if you're not satisfied for any reason. Come on, it can't hurt to try with that. You can use the code REALPOD at checkout for free shipping at www.vionicshoes.com. That's www.vionicshoes.com and use the code REALPOD, all caps, one word, at checkout for free shipping through the rest of the month of August. Don't miss it. RealPod is sponsored by BetterHelp. I love therapy. I talk about therapy all the time. It pretty much comes up almost every single week on RealPod. And therapy is so helpful no matter what you're going through in life. Like even if you're considering a career change or you feel like your relationship needs a little tender love and care or you're trying to become the best version of yourself, It's so helpful to learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries and all of those tools to empower you to find the right path for you. So while therapy can be for people who've experienced major trauma or have any major instances going on in their life that they need help with, it's also for everyday life as well. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I love therapy. I go every other week. Max goes once a month. You can find the cadence that's right for you. But just to talk to a professional and get a second opinion on everything has been so powerful for me and for him. So let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash realpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. 
better, H-E-L-P.com slash RealPod to get 10% off your first month today. So what was the version of you like that was not being 100% authentic or 100% like the true way you wanted to show up in the world prior to this? I think like it's hard to put an exact like definition on it because, you know, I, I did have friends that I could be like my funny, silly, comfortable self with. But I think like more just in general, like I always had kind of a hard time like sticking up for myself and not because like I didn't think I deserved to stick up for myself. It was more just like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to get into that type of thing. Confrontation. Yeah. Or like people I dated, like I just remember dating someone and being like, does this person even know that I'm funny? Like I know I'm funny. My friends know I'm funny. My parents know I'm funny. Why am I spending so much time with this guy who like doesn't care to listen to any idea or funny thought or anything I have to say, really? So I think I was just kind of like I always knew who I was, but I would silence myself around people just to please them. Yeah, I was just going to say to make their experience better. Right. Right. Like, how can I make myself small or adjust how I'm behaving to make sure everyone else around me has the experience they want to have. Right. At the cost of me. Yes. And it's like I knew I was doing it. Like I said, like my sense of self was there, but I wasn't like letting it shine. I always was like, if you have a good relationship with yourself, like I know who I am just because this guy doesn't know I'm funny. Like, at least, you know, you're funny. And like, that's all that matters. But then at the same time, it's like, well, you're still silencing that part of yourself. And so like, you should be able to show that side of yourself. That's part of loving yourself. And so I think that like, that was what was lacking was that I just wasn't letting it all out. Yeah, I was like, just silencing certain parts of myself that I knew were there, but that I just like, didn't feel like people cared to see. What other parts of your I'd call it a self-love journey. I think when we hear that, we think of body image, but I also think it relates to just giving yourself permission to be who you are and like loving that and showing yourself the confidence so that you can have the life that you want to have. What other things do you feel like you've learned and how have you changed now, like coming up to your 30th birthday? Oh, that's a tough question. I really do think a lot of it has to do with like just using my voice and like sticking up for myself and being proud of who I am and what I believe in and stuff like that. And like being very honest with people around me and myself. Like, I think that's something that I always wanted to do, but was too scared to do. And like doing that more has made me feel more confident in myself, not honest in like a mean way, but just like setting boundaries. Yeah. And just like being the kind of friend that like someone can come to and is like, I know that you'll tell me the truth about this situation. Like, am I in the right kind of like, I want to be the friend that's like not a fair weathered friend. Like I want to be there for you in every single way that I possibly can. And I think like before it was like, if I be honest and this person's not going to want me my friend and whatnot. And so I think just like finding my voice has really helped me in the whole self-love journey. Do you think that in addition to wanting to make sure everyone else had a great experience, that parts of you had like a fear of rejection or will they not like the real me? Maybe. I think that did have something to do with it. I also kind of think it was just a way to like protect myself. Mm -hmm. Thinking back to the times where I like wouldn't 
you know, say a joke that I thought in that moment would be funny or whatever it is. I think that those were all parts of myself that I did love about myself. But it's like, should I be sharing like my favorite parts of myself with these people? And so I think it was like a way to protect myself. And like not trusting them. Yeah. Whereas now I feel like if I do share that part of myself with someone and they react in a certain way to it, I don't care as much. Whereas before it was like, but this is my most special part of myself. And like, what if they don't like it? It was just like, I don't want to trust them with this. But now I'm like, this is who I am. And if they want to do something negative with that, like that's on them. It's not on me. And I'd rather just be outwardly who I am than like try to protect myself in certain ways that like really are not really benefiting me or other people. It's mm-hmm. just like trying to protect myself to protect myself. How does vulnerability now like play a role in what you do? You've mentioned jokes and humor a lot. So like, obviously that's something that's really important to you. Do you still feel like you have hesitancy with like revealing too much to your audience or the people that watch you? Or where does this all fall now? I think I'm very honest online and like if I'm vlogging and I'm feeling shitty or like whatever it is Cody and I like just were bickering or something I'm not going to be like everything's great here like just (laughs) woke up feeling so good like I'm like we were just fighting and I feel like shit like I'm very open in that kind of way I think when it comes to choosing things to share online I am pretty like careful with that because there is a bigger life like outside of the internet and it's my family and it's the people I love and it's all of that. And so like I feel very protective over that because the people in my life that I love, Cody obviously chooses also to put his life online. So it's easier for us to kind of like figure out what works and what doesn't. But like my best friends, they didn't choose to put their life online. My parents didn't choose for me to film what they're doing. And like not that people mind, but I like you have to be aware of that. And so like I never Mm -hmm. want I never want to post my best friends and then have people like trying to know too much about them because I'm like, they, they, didn't, that. they didn't sign up for that. Yeah, I completely hear you on that. And I feel like I'm always trying to be cautious of like who wants to be on who doesn't my mind. page and who, and who, yeah, who doesn't mind. Yes. Who, some people love it. They're like, tag me, post me. Totally. Other people, not at all. Exactly. And like if I'm posting anything that my friends are in, like I will send it to everyone and I'm like, watch this video before I post it. If there's a single thing you want me to take out, tell me like I'm happy to take it out. And if if they're like, please don't post a video and I lose money for the week, I don't care. Like I would so much rather them feel safe to be my friend. Like I wouldn't want to be like, oh no, Kelsey's coming. She's going to film every single thing we do. And then it's going to like, I just think that like my relationships and my family and the people I surround myself with are so much more important than like posting a video, even though it is my job. Yeah relationships and the people you care about are the most important thing in this world. It's true. And it's wild how we'll lose sight of it with like being busy with work or being busy with things and like not being able to show up for the people that we love. And like, of course, I believe I do those things. But sometimes I'm just like, well, one time my dad said to me, can we see this movie or can we get a dinner or something like that? And I was like, sure. Like when, whenever I said something like, why didn't you ask me? He was like, well, you're always so busy. I just don't want to like Something like that. Yeah. And I felt like my heart shattered into a million pieces. Yeah. That my dad felt like I'm too busy. And I literally said twice to him that day, I looked at me, I was like, I am never too busy for you. Yeah. You know? And I think that's like a misconception a lot of times, like when you have a presence online, like I feel like that happens so many times with people who I've known forever just being like, well, you're too cool now or you're too busy now. And it's like, 
No. I'm like, I sit at home alone on my couch with nothing to do more than you probably. Right. And also <laughs> like, just talk to me for 10 minutes and you're going to see I'm still the same person I was before I gained a follower on Instagram. Like that stuff to me, like I love connecting with people online. I love the people who listen to my podcast so much. And like the people who watch my YouTube videos, I love them all so, so much. But like, I don't ever want to lose sight of who I was before I had any of that, just because now I do have it. And I would never want someone that I knew before to be like, you've changed now that you have followers because like, I don't think that I have. Yeah. Well, I think the narrative about changing is always tricky because of course you don't want to change in the negative way where like you think you're too cool for things or above a call back or a text back. Like right. you always want to stay humble and grounded. Right. But I am of this mindset now in my life where I want to continue growing and totally. changing and evolving. Yeah. So it's tough to be like, okay, when am I growing? Because I'm myself as who I am. Victoria is changing now versus like, you know, feeling like I have to stay the 18 year old that someone yeah. knew in high school. Yeah. I think that it's so true. Like I think that I have grown so much as a person in the last six years, but like who I am as a human is like still very much the same, but like the things I've seen and the people I've met and like just the experiences I have have made me like grow and learn so much more about the world. And I think if people knew you before you started like gaining a following, they just assume that you kind of become like vapid and you only care about Instagram and stuff. But and like that's not the case. You just it's it's just not the case. And so I don't want yeah. people to think that. But I obviously like want to continue to grow as a human. Speaking of personal growth and also referencing, you know, the bickering maybe you sometimes have with Cody and I have that with Max, of course, this every relationship. What's the biggest way you think you've grown in your relationship? Because I've been taking lots of notes on myself recently and just handling arguments in ways that I wouldn't have before. And I'm proud of myself for like taking the deep breath or taking the step back and like interacting with Max differently and he's growing too. And like, le we're learning each other. So, you know, as a newly married couple, like, how do you think you've changed for the better? I think I, I'm not so quick to like jump down Cody's throat. Whereas before I like, it was just like, okay, oh really? So but like, it was just instant, like me getting kind of like defensive. Whereas now I'm like, just look just calmer and just approach situations calmer or I at least try to. And I'm more able to be like, if I don't say something about this, this could lead to A, B, and C. So I'm just going to like say it now in like a chill manner. And then it will not lead to me getting extra upset in two hours because I didn't say anything when I knew this was going to bother me. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like yeah. there were so many times where I would like hold something in knowing that it was going to bother me. Yeah. And then it did. And then I'm crying and I'm upset and I'm screaming and all of those things. And it's like, where did this come from? Whereas now I'm like, okay, this is clearly like about this could be something more. So I'm going to like just get it before it, it gets there. That's just communicating and right. over communicating. And it's the key, I think, to preventing the fights. Like I agree. Max and I just hosted some friends for the weekend up at my parents' lake house. And we've never hosted for a weekend like people like we are the host there's no parents or anyone else there yeah and I said to him like 
I think it was on the plane. We like just landed. And I was like, hi, I'm like waving. I'm like, take your earphone out. I'm like, I'm like, I feel like there's not going to be a good time, but we're alone right now. I'm like, I want to talk to you about just the boat. Like I'm going to be driving. I'm the only one with a boating license, whatever. I'm like, but here's how I need you to help me. I'd love you to get up and when we get to the dock, grab the ropes. And right. I'm like, I'm not saying that you wouldn't have done this. I just want to over communicate now what I'm what I'm hoping for so that we don't get an argument. Right. And then like literally then we get to the house and like we park the rental car and I'm like, oh, and another thing I'm like, I what I don't want is to fall into something where I'm the host and you're kicking back with a beer with the guys and right. I'm cleaning and I'm doing these things. We are hosting, you know, so it's like, Yes. Like, yeah. And and I and then when he that way, he's not trying to read my mind. Right. He's not like, well, you're getting mad at me. Like you you got up and said, does anyone want anything to drink? Like, you know. Right. So I just had a recent experience. Of yeah. Communicating. It's it's true. Like even we had like family over this past weekend. And like normally I would be running around stressing, trying to clean everything, not having enough time, but not voicing that I just like need to make the bed. So I'm making the bed, but then I'm late and then I'm stressed. And like Cody doesn't even know any of this is going on. And then I go in the room and I'm like, hey. And it's like, well, I could have just asked him to do that. And yeah. so like this time around, I'm just like, would you mind making the bed? Or like, I need to do this. Can you do that? And he's like, totally. Yeah, like, obviously, yeah. let me help you. And then I like, everyone's there. And I'm like, oh, I didn't get upset this time because yeah. I actually like voiced, voiced what's going on in my head instead of just assuming, like you said, that he can read my mind. And the emotional patterning really is what it is. It's that like you've you've been in this situation so many times, whether it's like with previous relationships, that your gut thing is like, I act this way, I do this, and we fight about this. Yeah. And so like breaking those patterns is really hard. But I think when two people are committed to communication and yeah. growth and establishing something, it's great. I mean, similar to you asking Cody to make the bed, Max will say, if you need something, just ask me. He's like, but don't justify it. He doesn't like that. If I say, can you do the dishes? Because I did this, 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 this. Right, He's right, like, don't right. score keep. Just say, will you do the dishes? And I will always say yes. Like, yeah. will you do the, take the trash out? And I will always say yes. So, you know, I'm also learning how, like, because he doesn't want to feel like I'm demanding things and right. making him feel like he doesn't help because he helps a ton. Yeah. It's like, it's important to get your, like the, what makes you feel better out there, but also to understand like your partners, what makes your partner feel heard and like what way they want to receive the communication because I feel like in the same way that like there's love language that I think that there's like different communication styles and like if I go to Cody and I'm like everything is I'm stressed I'm all like he automatically is like it's also stressed but if yeah. I'm like just just talk normally like he receives it so much better and so it's like learning what works for them and you and like finding a balance between those two things is so important because it's not just all only what works for you and they have to mold around that. It's like you guys have to mold into what works for each other and like mold together. Conversely, what was something that you really needed from your husband that like has been be, become better over time through you communicating for example max used to not be the best at comforting me like if i was crying or having a rough day you know he would just go to solution like here's how we fix it or yeah he would sometimes like be like well the other person probably i'm like you're defending the other person mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. you know i had to explain to him i just want you to listen and now he's so cute he asks he'll say do you want me to listen or do you want me to give advice <laughs> and that's so, sweet and sometimes i'll say just listen. Yeah. I'll say, I'd love your advice. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's actually pretty similar with us. I, I think that Cody is very, very rational and like very level headed 
not overly emotional, which is wonderful. And I think like is a great balance for me because I am the opposite of a lot of those things. But I think sometimes it would just be like, I would just be upset about something and it would be like, well, if you really think about it, it's because it was it was kind of very much like that. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not really thinking about it. I'm just crying. And like, I just need you to be like listening. Like it's so it's very similar to what you said. And so I think like like I really like words of affirmation and like that's not his love language. And so like I I just want to hear all the time how much he loves me and how great he thinks I am. Whereas he's like, oh, you already know that. Like, I I know you know how much I love you. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But like, say it. Yeah. Just say it. And so like, there's just like little things like that, which now he like knows because you just have to tell them. That's a good reminder for me because Max is his words of affirmation. And I... I don't know. I'm just not someone to be like, hey, I want to tell you that you're you're doing so great at work and I'm so proud of your hustle <laughs> and you're also showing up for me and thank you for like, that's just not natural to me. Like, yeah. I'm, but similar, like I have to recognize that's what matters to him. And like, so I, you know, need to remember and right. need to do it because he meets me with the things that I need. Exactly. Yeah. I think that it's just finding like how you can, you need to listen to the other person and like learn what works for them really yeah and vice versa look at us in healthy mature i know we're married women snap snap i know it's It's crazy it is crazy like even just saying husband but i kind of love it i love saying it i know every time cody like any yesterday he was like this is my wife and i was like yeah, I am. Spicy. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> well, this has been so awesome. Thank you so much for just sharing all this with me. I'm I just like feel like I'm the only one of my friends who is married now. So, I like haven't even done an episode where I've got to talk about like married life and communication and finances and all the stuff. So, yeah. Um thanks for, you know, being so open. Oh Any time. I'm always down to talk about it. Kelsey, thank you so much. It was so fun to have you on Thank Real you Pod. so much. It was so much fun. Yeah. And thanks for having me on Circle Time. If you guys like this, go listen to me on Circle Time. Yes. Victoria came on Circle Time and it was wonderful. So, <laughs> go give that a listen as thanks, well. Thanks, babe. We'll have a great rest of your day and you. I'm sending you and Bibi good wishes. Thank you. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of RealPod. If this hit home or helped you in some way, send it to a friend, a teammate, roomie, share the love, share the realness. New episodes of RealPod come out every single Wednesday. So make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To leave a rating or review of the show, head to iTunes and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you. Not to mention, you can stay connected with RealPod throughout the week, seeing behind the scenes info and sneak previews of upcoming guests by following the at RealPod account on Instagram. All information about today's show and guests will be linked in the description of this episode. Thanks again for listening. I love you guys so, so much. Let's go dominate the day. And as always, keep it real. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.